uh, was something supposed to make that noise? Was it a chud? Was the empty part was, of the house? Sam, do you have a chud? I gotta go make sure I don't have a chud because nothing's over there. Well, except perhaps uh-oh. something's oh, no. over there. A chud. I hope it's not dude. I'm gonna leave my mic on if I yell. Uh huh. Do what? It's a chud. <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything. <laughs> call call my wife and tell her to call nine one one. I guess it's not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry. Guys. Surprise. <laughs> Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pasta Cole. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends get together and take a look at the curious world around us. And what do I mean by that curious world around us? Well, I say we take us into a little bit of history, mystery, and movies, and music, but it all dabbles in the gruesome ghoulish grizzly. And... Mostly gnarly as well. And those two mm-hmm. voices you hear echoing in from all angles from the Webiverse, the inter Web-iverse. the interweb, the 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 collective ones and zeros that are being beamed together to bring our video images to each other and those beautiful voices to you all tonight are my lovely co-occupants. Ross. Chuddle the Ross <clears throat> at Chuddle the Ross on Instagram. Follow him there and talk to him there. He wants to talk to you, right? Please talk to me. Send me messages. (laughs) Send me a digital tweet dot org slash image JPEG. Send him a JPEG, everyone. How you doing, Ross? I'm doing good. (laughs) Um, I'm, uh, uh, work is in full, full force again. Sure. Uh, It is, uh, you know, obviously post holiday. So it is, uh, you know, back to the grindstone. Uh, it was nice having uh, time off, but obviously I've had tons of time off because this was a month ago that Christmas happened. Oh, so, right, right, right. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Continuity. There it is. There it is. There it is. There you go. Um, we'll figure yeah, it no, out besides eventually. that, uh, yeah, we're going to figure this out. We're going to, uh, honestly, I think we're all just stuck in this weird time loop. So, uh, it's forward into the past so uh we'll we'll figure it out sometime but overall doing quite well uh keeping it fresh uh family's doing good little one's doing good uh, oh uh my daughter learned how to hotwire a car at two and a half so i figured that that was a um that's a claim to fame i think that's probably the earliest that's, i might have to contact guinness that's good well my son did it at two no big wow. deal it was actually just do you have this, proof though so. Do either well, of you have proof of this? Was there a representative from the proof? <laughs> no. See, I thought about doing proof, and then I immediately thought CPS. So okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that other one without the proof you hear is my other co-occupant by the name of Sam. You can follow him at Chuddle the Sam on Instagram and Twitter. How you doing? Yeah. What's going on with you? I am doing very well. What is going on with the Sam man? Oh boy. Let's see. <laughs> well, I went to the zoo okay. yesterday. <laughs> That's that's and good. That's good. I got to see uh, Ross. <laughs> yeah, his family. So yeah, I was. Fun. I thought you were going to say my natural habitat. Oh yeah, that's true. We were worried that when we went into the orangutan exhibit, they weren't going to let him out of there. But... Hey oh, 
Hey. Hey, oh, we, we got to it. see one. Uh, we got to see orangutan uh, having a bath or a shower. He had a bunch. It was of like shampoo. washing its head, like only yeah. the hair on its head. It was very yeah. amazing. I mean, um, don't you only sometimes wash your head? Yeah, it was. Really, yeah, but I mean, I'm not I think covered was... in hair. Well, yeah. I don't know, Ross. Do you <laughs> only wash your head sometimes? <laughs> Oh boy! I'm, Shots fired. I'm, I'm triggered, and the answer's yes. And yes, <laughs> but you didn't have to ask me that on podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, God. Yeah, well, okay. thank you two so much for being here tonight. I am your following, your fellow, and your last co-occupant by the name of Brian. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Shuttle the Brian with a Y on Instagram and Twitter. And why is that? Because why not? Because we love him. Or that too. Ross Which likes that it? one. I like the why not one. To be, if I'm going to be honest, why not? I, okay. I, I, well, then I'll I'll switch to why not. What you know why? Because I love you. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you, don't you, we love him? <laughs> why not? Because why not? <laughs> exactly <laughs> so if you want to get at me you can follow me there and if you want to get at all of us you can follow at chuddle the pod on twitter and instagram as well that's pretty much where we're hanging out you can email us if you really wanted to but uh that's that that's how you're gonna get us chuddle the pod at, at gmail risk. but yeah email at your own risk mm-hmm. that that's a dangerous territory right there i don't know why but it is why not and i'm doing pretty <laughs> well scary. thank you for asking i've been uh you know enjoying some time, I guess, off as well, you know, and uh, hanging out, working on the podcast, trying to, I don't know, play around, mess with things, tune tune some stuff, see how we do Fine things a little it. bit. Kick it Play up around. Get experimental. You'll see. You're like hearing it. Like I hope you like everything yeah. that's coming out. Let us know. And the most importantly, I guess most importantly, very importantly... Yeah. Go ahead and rate us, especially on Spotify, since you can do that now. If you really no. like us and want to give us that five star rating, we would we would love it. We have we yes. have nothing Gosh, to offer, right, but yeah. but but the content at the moment. But if you want to rate us, we would love that too on Apple, as well. Right, gentlemen? I can offer. Yeah, yeah, I can offer conversation. I can guarantee right now that if you rate us and send me a message about it. We can have a chat. I'd love that. Oh. Yeah, and for the foreseeable future, we'll probably be responding yeah. to, you know, most messages that Send come message, our way. We'll respond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For anything. sure. Literally for anything. Sure. Yeah. Well, you want a recipe? I got it. Well, as you know, last week we um we we went into our whole screen mode and really extended our episode. So we, mm-hmm. we skipped over uh part two of Dear David, so you're finally gonna get to hear that tonight. And I was thinking about combining it and making it a longer segment with part three, but I really wanted to keep it separate so I didn't have to leave out the stuff that I'm already leaving out and, you know, weave this story for you gentlemen yet again. And not yet again, it'll be all new. Anyway, (laughs) uh, we also have Ross brought us another one of his movies from the, the, the cesspool of cinema, as he likes to say. Yes. Yes. The cesspool of cinema, more specifically... New York City. Oh yes, the yes. Cesspool of America. Hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. New York. We'll get. We'll get into it uh, once we I get into too, that. So it's going to be very exciting. I mean, everyone's been waiting for it. You know, Chuddle the Pod finally is tackling Chud the movie. Chud. So after the this movie, break, experience. we're going to get into that, and Ross is going to go ahead and come up first and and take us into the world of Chud. So we'll be right back. 
And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsors for those lovely words of encouragement. We, as we said before the break, are going to go go on in and get get on into what you've all been waiting for since you ever first saw our name come across your podcasting podcasting screen. The Chudlers <laughs> are going to cuddle are going to cuddle. We're going to the Chudlers are going to cuddle Chuds. How many ch- how, how many, many Chudlers? Yeah. Does would it take shuttle to... cuddle chud? How many chuddlers we... does it take to chuddle a ch- cuddle a chud? We're gonna figure that out. Yeah. But 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 before we do that, we're gonna jump on over to Ross's video roundup. Well, hey there, Buckaroos. Welcome for another video roundup with your pal Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the cesspool of cinema. comes one of the most anticipated films of our entire podcast career. I've been really building this up. Way right, I know. I'm getting excited. I, I started that. Just it was talking my fault. About, I, yeah, yeah, I'm no, sure no, okay. people probably assume there's some sort of relation. Absolutely. And you know what's the funniest part is? Absolutely none. There's no, no relation to this at no, all. Not at um, all. Not at all. Not even close. Uh, I am... <laughs> From the cesspool of cinema, more specifically, the bowels of New York City, yes. comes 1984's New York Terror, Chud. Chud. Now that's C dot H dot U dot D. I think it's a dot. Yeah, and a dot. There's got to be a dot, right? There's got to be a dot. I'm assuming there's got to yeah. be a dot after that. Because they're not cannibalistic humanoid underground <laughs> D. D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a that was a different movie. Wait, yeah. which ones did yeah. you guys watch? Wait, yeah, you... I watched the one with the dot at the end of it. <laughs> oh no! Oh okay. Oh wow! Our different... reviews are going to be totally different. Then. <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am referring to Chud, the movie, the experience, the oh man, this film holds a very special place in my heart. I think this was probably one of the first actual monster movies mm-hmm. that I had the pleasure of viewing. And uh, it's uh, like a lot of these films from the 80s. The um, man, they're just sticking it to the government. More specifically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're sticking it to the government, but more specifically, they are tackling uh, and I think Oh man, I want to say this predates Captain Planet, and I, if I had done my research properly, sure I could does. have used that quip in there perfectly. Um, we're tackling toxic waste, ladies oh, and yeah. gentlemen. Uh, the hot button of a lot of 1980s movies. Uh, I mean, we're not going to say uh, as crazy as Toxic Avenger, uh, but it's no, no, no. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. We're in that toxic era. Um, yeah, toxic. Yeah, we're in the toxic era. I, there's Six a lot years of films before Captain Planet, 1990. Oh, yeah, nice. perfect. Exactly. So yeah, this is uh, these are like these uh, the the ri- the risk and uh, idea of uh, nuclear anything really hit home in the 80s. So there was a lot of just crazy cinema that came out uh, tackling that uh, issue. Now, this one kind of blends a few different subgenres together uh, in the fact that it's kind of piggybacking off of the huge horror subplot of uh, 80s toxic waste, but it's also tackling homelessness, uh, which Mm -hmm. I thought was a really interesting Mm -hmm. concept. And in a way that actually um, 
made you give a shit in comparison to other ones. So this wasn't mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to say exploitative. That's not the right choice of words. But if you're comparing this movie to say like street trash, which I fucking love street trash, street trash, we're definitely going to be covering because that's the technicolored splatter fest. That is uh homeless, crazy people drinking Viper liquor mm-hmm. and then melting. Yeah. That, um, that movie's wild. I've, I saw that a while bonkers. ago, but yeah, it's bonkers. Never seen that one. Yeah. Um, and that one I feel is like not, it's not, exploiting homeless but it's kind of showing it in a very like not kind of comedic way i like the fact that chud is very yeah i think chud is it kind of represents homelessness in a way that's like palatable and also kind of like uh shows uh how certain groups really don't give a shit and right. uh they kind of exploit that a huge uh to their benefit in this film so for people who have never seen chud it's a rash of bizarre murders and disappearances primarily yes. disappearances and then kind of be like oh, oh but they mean they're all dead uh new york city seems to be uh, uh kind of uh, uh under the siege of these weird grotesque deformed creatures living in the sewers Yeesh. and i'm taking this directly from imdb because this was like one of the best quotes a courageous policeman, a photojournalist and his girlfriend, and a nutty bum who seems to know a lot about creatures band together to try to determine what the creatures are and how to stop them. I tried rewriting that 15 times to make that sound better, and that was the best interpretation of it, so I stuck with it. Hey, it works, it works. It's yeah. gold. When you find um, gold, what are you going to do? Stick with it. I mean, what, nutty bum. I no, like the fact. Proper. I like the fact that they give... Daniel Stern, who plays AJ, uh, the Reverend Shepherd, they just call him Nutty Bum. I, I just, just like the fact. I yeah. was just gonna ask, he wasn't a bum, right? He like no, he wasn't. No, yeah. He was like, yeah, they gave him like the idea that he was kind of like a petty criminal who kind of turned his life around and became a reverend and like opened the soup kitchen, and they just shit on him pretty much the entire movie. Um, yeah, I didn't. also. Oh, sorry. I never understood why. He, I still don't understand why he had a prior relationship with the captain. Was it something? Yeah, thing they don't go past? into it. I mean, basically, Bosch kind of like goes like, I know you because I've arrested you before because this is New York City. And that was it. That was pretty right. much the extent of it. And like you think he's in for like petty crime. And then uh, they kind of just gloss over the fact that he kind of like rehabilitated himself, created a soup kitchen, started helping his fellow man. Uh, and they kind of just like, oh, you've. You look weird and you smell funny. Uh, fun, fun little factor before getting into it. Uh, George Cooper is played by John Hurd. Uh, John and Daniel also oh, yeah. star in a film uh, at the sequel set in New York. Oh yeah, uh, we're talking about Home Alone. Of this course. is the, yeah, this is like was... a, this is like the pre-party of Home Alone. Totally. Right. I was... paused. I had to pause the movie because I looked. I searched Chud Home Alone to see if there was like a similar <laughs> casting director yeah. or something, something would come up. And all that came up was a bunch of theories on how they're in the same universe. And like after being a successful oh, yeah. photojournalist, John Hurd moves to Chicago and whatever. And I mean, I guess it could make sense camp. because Peter McAllister does never see the, the wet or sticky he bandits, right? Him. So he would never yeah, make no, that connection. And be like, that's, I think, Brian, that's the make... guy that I knew from when I was fighting the sewer monsters. Sewer monsters. <laughs> I think you make a really good point because, honestly, gentlemen, anything's possible in the Chuddleverse. So 
like most of the movies we've been covering, um, this shit drops immediately. Like, we don't, mm-hmm. like, there's not really, like, a just, like, there's no 10-minute kind of just getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Uh, the first murder is Double Trouble. Uh, we have a woman walking her dog uh, who is subsequently sucked into the sewer by Creep Hand uh, and Low Growl. Um and that gets the dog too. I yeah. know, genuinely as, was fucking bummed. Me too. Dog... As soon as I saw, saw the dog, I was excited. But then I was like, oh, yeah. This is a movie called Chud. They're definitely going to take the dog. They're going to eat a dog. They're going to eat the dog. <laughs> yeah, like the dog's going to die. Which I don't think they do based on what we see later. Oh, but my we'll, goodness. We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, totally. I, You know, man, we can jump around a little bit, but like. That dog's face can. All right, we'll go. All right, just put it, put it, put, put a put dog it, ear on it. Put another and, thing. We'll uh, come back to it. Yeah, just dog face. Um, I do really like the aspect of the opening credits and stuff like that. How uh, the street sweeper just eats the shoe during mm-hmm. the morning, like oh, it happens yes. at night, and then the morning sequence of it kind of going up. I like up. that also. It, yeah, it's like that weird, like, cleaning up a crime without knowing that you've actually cleaned up a crime. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the idea of, like, how many lone shoes have you seen and how many of them were caused by a chud sucking someone into the sewer line? Funny and enough, Brian, li- I, I've, Brian, I've lived in New York City long enough now yeah. that I recognized the area when they were first uh, shooting it, mainly because yeah. I used to work in that area area or near mm-hmm. that area there's specifically a time in the movie where they mentioned two streets and kind of an intersection where i work pretty much at so <laughs> once we get down into the sewers i have a fun little i guess tie-in i can bring into it oh dude that's <laughs> awesome now from my i think from the movie and research it's in soho right like this is supposed to be based in the soho area correct and from what it sounds okay. for everything that they name and do is pretty much accurate and it seems like they all I mean, there might be some shots that they don't actually film down there, but a lot of it looks like they did, or they, you know, may have just filmed somewhere yeah, else. They in tried Brooklyn, to tie but... in the. F- yeah. It seems like from everything I read, they tried to try to f- tie in the physical locations as close to the proximity of the filming as possible. Like the Central Park scene, like, is kind of like near oh, yeah. and close to. Yeah. Yes, I recognize where they were there, and that was, yeah, all. It, it, I mean, that was all Central Park, and it seemed to, like, match up with everything mm-hmm. that they talk about in there, so. Oh, a cute little factoid. Um, The woman who gets sucked up, who is uh, Cooper's, or not Cooper, I'm sorry, uh, Bosch's wife, um, is also in real life uh, Daniel Stern's actual wife. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's Soup Kitchen's wife. Were they they together at the time? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they were totally together together. at the time. Okay. Yeah, and they've been, and they're married to this day. Screams, which is like. But uh, no, I, yeah. So the uh, kind of shoe gets sucked up, and uh, this this entire film, there's a real interesting narrative of homelessness and how we as a culture kind of like kind of pick apart homelessness. Because um, you kind of see, uh, as the sweet sweeper kind of goes, you see all of the abundance of homeless people that are all in this area, and how it's kind of just kind of glossed over, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, we get introduced to uh, Cooper, the photographer, uh, and his girlfriend, Lauren. So mm-hmm. Cooper has been doing an expose on the underground people of New York yes. City. 
and is uh, due for a sequel of his photographs. But guess what? He can't find any of them. Um, which calls any of the for... people he photographed originally, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which includes the uh, bag lady, uh, Victor, um, and a bunch of other ones who we'll see a little later on in the film. So there's kind of in this lull of them, like them not being around, not showing up, uh, and we kind of get this really fun. Uh, <laughs> fun's not the right choice of words, but like <laughs> Cooper's like a real dude. Like he's he would honestly he's written very real for the time, as in the fact of like he's doing like the uh, the perfume commercial where his mm. it's not the fact that his girlfriend's naked he just has this like thing of like it smells like shit and they know it just needs tits and ass to sell this thing and it's fucking horseshit and like i do actual investigative photojournalism and this is horseshit and she's like just shut the fuck up i'm trying right. to get some money like what the fuck are you doing uh, and me. his great response is uh bag lady uh who gets arrested because uh, she was trying to lift a gun off of a cop calls him and leaves a message on his voicemail so he just 86 is the entire photo shoot with his nude girlfriend sitting in a chair and books it to this precinct now um as i kind of referred to uh captain bosch uh he is the cop in charge of the precinct and uh yeah he's been told to downplay uh, a lot of fucking missing people in the area uh and uh is kind of uh not cool with it. Uh, he's uh, kind of on the fence about it. He's kind of getting that weird, like, panic. Like, I don't know, dude, there's so many fucking people missing at this point. Like, I don't know. Uh, I think it's the realization that his wife is miss- is the one of the ones that are missing that he kind of uh, starts kind of in doing his own kind of investigating. So mm-hmm. uh, this is where we get introduced to... Um, he's honestly my favorite character of the entire movie is Mr. Uh, A.J. the Reverend Shepherd, uh, played by Daniel Stern. Yeah, he's pretty uh, this great. My, yeah, he's pretty great. He's yeah, pretty yeah. much my fave. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in charge, basically, uh, kind of was like a petty theft uh, thief. I think they're kind of, they kind of imply that. Um, is now in charge of a soup kitchen uh, where you come to find out that a lot of homeless people are uh, missing and have disappeared. Right. More it's importantly. Like a dozen, right? Yeah, so it's like a dozen of them, but the dozen that have been like that are gone um, are the undergrounders. So there is kind of a higher like a caste system of different kinds of homeless. So he kind of says like, well, the street people kind of well, they're going to be on the street or they're going to be hanging out. But the undergrounders, the undergrounders come up and have soup every night because I've chiseled a hole in the bottom of this dilapidated church. (laughs) So they crawl out of the labyrinth of tunnels and old sewer systems and caves underneath New York City. So uh, they're kind of saying like it's like it's been going on, but the heavy disappearances have been going on for about like two weeks. Um, Except for uh, what is oh, my gosh, Val. Holy fucking shit. Crazy man. Val. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That guy's in a ton of stuff. I looked him up. He's been in a billion things. Just a working actor to this day. But. Just That's constantly okay. bit parts, yeah. you know. Oh, dude, Val is—he uh, plays crazy great. That entire scene mm-hmm. with the fucking knife, just—I thought he was going to snap that knife the entire time. I was more nervous about the prop guy than I was about the scene. The way this guy was just <laughs> digging into the fucking uh, the table with that goddamn knife—it was insane. Um, so you kind of get to find out that like all of the homeless now are fucking arming themselves uh, because of something going on underneath the ground Mm -hmm. so they're grabbing fucking knives and guns and they're trying to steal as much shit as humanly possible so the uh 
photographer who is now being uh, tailed, uh, mind you, uh, kind of goes with the bag lady who just he bailed out of jail. Um, and he, he now this is the time the viewer kind of gets the first glimpse of the underground and kind of like what is going on down there. And this is kind of through a um, access point from a subway system. Mm-hmm. So the photographer now who has bailed the bag lady out is kind of uh, getting led by her into a subway system, which we kind of get the first introduction into the actual underground, the underbelly of New York. Uh, so she kind of kind of gets him through this crazy labyrinth to help her brother, uh, Victor, who has been attacked by something. And this yeah. is the first time that right. we get to see this. Holy shit, guys. Uh when there is gore, the gore oh. is good. The gore <laughs> is goes really full good. on. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's not damn. The, there's not a lot of gore, like, but hot damn. But when you see that, it, it's yeah. fucking top notch. It's memorable. it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's very well done. It's not a lot, but it's really well done. And one of the ones that's really well done is oh my god, Cooper pulls this fucking bandage back, and it's like a third of this dude's thigh is missing. It's like just or like part of just maybe no, it's a little lower than that. But like it's like a third of his leg is fucking just completely mashed up, and it looks like something with ten thousand teeth have just like ripped right. to shreds. Yeah, it's 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 quite a sight to be seen. <laughs> sight to be seen. So uh, something's amiss down in New York City subways. Part of uh, Vincent's leg. Yeah, part of his leg, I think, Doesn't something. Miss. You know, at first, I mean, again, you don't know what it is. It could be an alligator. It could be, you know. Uh, an alligator. <laughs> oh, okay. Perhaps uh, yeah. two alligators. Maybe perhaps it was two alligators hungry for one Whoa. alligator. Maybe yeah, a that's piranha. Right. Maybe that's and one of those landish. street sharks. <laughs> oh my god, street sharks? It was probably a street, shark. street sharks. It's probably a street shark. Um, a tunnel gator. <laughs> tunnel gator. <laughs> tunnel gator. <laughs> tunnel gators fight the street sharks. Okay, that's, that's our version of street sharks. Tunnel gators. Yeah. Tunnel, cool. yeah, tunnel gators. Cool, cool. Bosch with Shepard goes underground via the church at this point, and they find. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's. I guess it's supposed to be nuclear armor, but it looks like this, like that white, um, kind of like molded plastic boot that right. they find. Where I it's thought like it all was a du- prosthetic leg at first. <laughs> yeah, they don't really describe a whole lot of like. I mean, obviously, you see these guys later. You see people you wearing it later, and I thought, well, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. it makes more totally. sense when somebody's wearing it. <laughs> but out of context, it looks like it looks like someone from the prop department of Tron just like threw in some like boots and there like a go. hat. And, it's it like something they scrapped and decided not to use. Absolutely. So, uh, in finding that too, they find a Geiger counter and turn it on, and oh man, guess what happens. It fucking spikes and then dies and then spikes. So it means that there's something moving in there and it's definitely radioactive. And we hear a big roar too, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Which I do like the fact that the roar is pretty consistent. Like not consistent in the fact that it's the same roar repetitively. But like in a lot of these movies, the continuity with most of these creatures doesn't really like mesh well. This one at least it's... (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it. It was my chance. It feels good, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, right? 
uh, at least it's that they kind of get this whole kind of like the uh, the ambiance of Chud because the mm-hmm. mystery behind Chud. They really don't do a big reveal until much later in the film. It but, always sounds like a Chud when you hear it. It's not exactly. like, well, this it's Chud like this sounds weird, totally different than the last Chud. It's like a growling, gurgly kind of sound. Like it's like if a monster was also getting ready for bed. Like it was this like the gargle. Like it's just. <laughs> Yes, yes, and, uh, <laughs> Brian, you should go see a doctor because that uh, sounded too accurate. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Well, me. <clears throat> so the lucky, co- which I, I mean, I understand like the, the relationship between Cooper and Lauren in this movie is kind of all over the place. But um, you would figure being abandoned at a photo shoot, um, she wouldn't kind of be as cool as she is with Cooper, but uh, BT Dub, she's pregnant. So she's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant and uh, not in a Black Christmas style uh, oh. going ape well, I was going to say, I was going to say you're this bringing us back to another like abortion type situation movie mm-hmm. where they, they bring that yeah. up again. But it seems like a lot of people in the movie are just really okay with a lot of the situations they're in sometimes. Yes, like, absolutely. Much later on, uh, this woman, she's in the shower and something happens. And then, like, the next scene, she just seems to be okay with what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Totally fine with it. So, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, honestly, this is one of the, one of the, this is one of the films that, like. One of the few notes I made. That was when I started making notes was that scene. (laughs) Oh, totally. What I do like about this scene, and I'm not going to go fucking in full depth with it. um, It's just a super real conversation piece between two adults that. Or right. one of them winds up getting pregnant, and it's not outlandish. It's not incredibly logical, no. and I was like, "Oh, this it's is very re- oh wow, this is yeah. very real." And I'm okay. This is like because you would think in fucking underground cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers that everything would be kind of outlandish, and most like of these characters, slack. shy yeah. of a few of them, mm-hmm. are pretty just fucking straightforward. I think the only goofiest fuck dude is the um, nuclear goon assistant that follows Shepard. Okay. Oh, with the aviator glasses that eats oh, his quarter. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He yes. eats yeah. that. <laughs> He's like the only... That's who you're expecting. Yeah, he really you're stands expecting out. all of those characters. Yeah, everything because there, he's there so is, fucking goofy. Well, and the it chuds. is sort of grounded oh, in some sort chuds. of reality with a lot of it. And then you get the, the, the chuds, but like, <laughs> the chuds, which but makes like, it feel a little bit more real, candy. even though they're, yeah. they're a little, they definitely look goofy, but they look cool too. I yes. mean, yes. for the and time, I, like the I think fact they probably looked awesome, so? right? Did they? Yeah, yeah. I think for, I thought they well, looked I, neat. When you got, like, glimpses, not when you were, like, full on or when they're, like, dancing around their, their goo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, totally. Well, that, what's, nice about th- what's nice about this movie, too, is that it gives you hints of what they are before the big reveal. So, like, you see, like, a claw, and then you uh-huh. see, like, a glowing eyeball, and then you see, like, gnashing teeth. So it gives you this like, oh, okay, you don't not 100% sure what it is until you see it. And then when you see it, you're kind of just like, mm-hmm. oh, it has okay. all the right parts to be mixed together, but it's mis- missing, uh, you know, potion X or whatever. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, are not, they are not the powder puff girls by any standpoint. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Now we transition into, well, one of the not gnarlier scenes, but grandpa getting killed in the phone booth was, Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. was really like, I, I don't know. I think it's because there was a kid involved. Uh, thankfully, spoiler alert, 
already knew that kid fucking survives. But also, like, the idea of your grandpa getting eaten yeah, by a chud in front of you. That right. child survives. Well, well, the other one is kind of up in the air, actually. She has no reaction, right? She's, <laughs> like, like, totally oh, no, like completely stone-faced, like, like, oh, fuck. But, like, I didn't even look at it as catatonic. It just looked like she was just kind of, like, standing there. Like, they told the girl to just stand. Like, she didn't know how to act she, that yeah, way. Yeah. So oh, it I, looked I, a little bit more bland was, to me. Yeah, she was kind of just, like, stone cold, like, whoa, fuck. And this is the first time you actually get to see, like, bright yellow eyes and fucking, like, crazy teeth and stuff like that. Right. I thought so she could after... have died because the, dog, because the dog gets sucked in in the beginning. I was like, well, it's got to take this girl, too, right? absolutely see i think that's kind of like the weird pump fake because you thought the kid was gonna get murked and you're like nope just kidding too small it just threw the small fish away and took the big grandpa back to its lair so bosh is completely fucking kind of getting under i also like the fact that captain bosh starts slowly disintegrating throughout this entire movie like he's kind of like (laughs) man i'm a cop i'm doing this and then progressively as the movie goes on he just gets more and more unhinged now i'm not talking about like falling down level of unhinged no. but pretty close but pretty no, close no, no, no. so they figure up there's a huge fucking cover up be involving the commissioner and the nu- a nuclear regulatory commission uh, who is actually caught making them kind of dumb down all the missing persons and stuff like that and this is kind of the board meeting that you get um, which dude can we talk about Mr. Wilson who is the nuclear regulatory commission guy because the first time i saw the he's the bad guy he's like he's the baddie this guy looks like the older brother of paul bearer like the undertaker and paul bearer in that scene in particular he looks like he looks like the older brother of paul bearer and he black and green his eye sockets are is bizarre. And I think the funniest thing is I don't think that's intentional. I think he just showed up on set. They just went with it, and I it's like he looks like he's been up for like fucking ten days on meth or something like yeah. that. Well, like he's and just, it's not he that way in any other scene. No, it's he's just... totally moderately normal in every other scene. It's right. just this one scene. Which is just nuts. So they uh, obviously they're kind of threatening to uh, go to the press and stuff like that, and they actually broke into which i no warrant broke so into cooper's place and sh- the shepherd, shepherd yeah go into the apartment the commission that they'll go to the press about what the the, the that something they know about. weird is going on no they realize that there is something that is underground that is actually attacking people they just don't know what it is but they know that the nuclear regulatory commission knows something about it's it it's up to something so with oh, the photos they the that boot they and yeah, they found the, the boot, the Geiger counter, and, the and then more importantly, the one that kind of tips the balance a little bit is the photos that Cooper took of Victor's leg wound that actually has photographic evidence of someone getting fucked up in the sewers. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, also, can I, for the point, uh, I love Shepard's freak out on these dudes is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, oh man, I just, I really like Daniel Stern. As Daniel actor, Stern in this movie reason. in particular, I was like, he did he do more drama? Like he he's very compelling. <laughs> I would <laughs> really feel good. like he like, may have he, got typecast as this like slapstick comedy guy in the nineties. Yeah, does, does but like as a serious voice? role, dude, killed it. Like this is so fun to watch this guy act in this film. Mm-hmm. 
So through all that hoopla, there's a, what's this? <gasps> what's that file? Does it say confidential? <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. Hey, guys, what the fuck is Chud? Oh, yeah, it just like, says it right on there. I didn't just I didn't know if we were chud. actually going to get, like, this mu- that much of the word Chud said in this movie. But they say oh, it, they what say it, it means so time. much. Like, from here on out, they're going to say it more than <laughs> we yes. Shuttle. <laughs> oh, dude, once they knocked on the door of uh-huh. Chud, fucking Chud is like every other sentence mm-hmm. in the rest of the Oh, yeah, they the broke film. the seal. Absolutely. Chud hell is spilled all over. Well, I think you might a need clearance for that. A hell mouth of Chud. <laughs> a hell mouth of Chud. If you will, yes. So they have now found one. So once they go, oh my God, it's dead? Well, two gas line workers found this guy dead in here. I guess I can tell you what it is. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Oh, yes. Which? Yes. So that was improv, right? What? He just what, made that the cannibalistic up? humanoid underground dwellers? Yeah. Oh, he's totally bullshit. No, yeah, he's completely bullshitting them, which is so funny because when you realize that he pulled that out of his asshole at that <laughs> very moment, is like it's pretty impressive. You know I'm impressed, Mr. Wilson. Like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. Okay, you know that's how <laughs> I we got. You know, honestly, that. that's why they. That's why they pay him the government big bucks because he can legitimately come up with something like that. Well, it I, just like, takes you a dude, second. You're like, wait, cannibalistic humanoids? So do they only? other humanoids like shouldn't we be fine (laughs) yeah shouldn't we be okay with that no i mean dude like he drops that faster than eminem in eight mile like this is like this is some like really fucking top of the dome (laughs) shit and uh good on him honestly yeah like ken and mikey day yeah so shepherd fucking is has run out at this point and he's like completely fucking out in the wind. So we get to see the fight. I guess call him the dude because I don't think they actually give a fucking name to this guy. The guy with the aviator sunglasses that mm-hmm. is dangerously walking too fast behind Shepard. Yeah. And then Shepard's about to make a phone call, picks up his fucking quarter and eats it. The man hangs up the currency call. for his job. <laughs> so he couldn't make the phone call. Like, that's the level of insanity that I was expecting from other characters in this film, and he's the only one that does it, so it makes it that more fucking caca. Like, you're just like, what the the fuck is this guy? Right, like, that dude read the script and was like, oh, that's how I act in a movie called Chud. Chud. Absolutely. (laughs) I was thinking about this guy when he pops up again later. I guess he's probably just a mercenary or something, or do you think he's, like, currently employed... By the government oh no, he's totally yeah no, he's a government like shadow spy like, off yeah shadow yeah, yeah, like, yeah. guy. This totally. is what he well, does. that's why he's got the aviator. Yeah, right. that's why he's got the aviator sunglasses. But and then I, I really thought Stand about this guy. I was like, then wouldn't he normally do this in other countries? How does he feel doing this against fellow Americans? <laughs> like going up to a city, <laughs> eating his dime or whatever. Yeah, this. I mean, dude, this guy eats currency for a living, and I guess that's technically his job description. It's insane. Well, and I so, also thought, well, it probably wasn't a quarter because it was 84, so it was probably a nickel or a dime then, so at least it wasn't as big, so it would have been easier to swallow. I'm telling you, I thought about this guy a lot. <laughs> he's one of those characters. He's one of those characters that sticks in your fucking head, and it's like one of the only dudes that you think about the entire thing. Like, what would that guy do in this situation? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, he'd probably eat that. He'd probably eat that. So in a fun setup... Uh, the cops and the nuclear guys uh, team together, and by team together, the cops bully 
the nuclear guys into joining them. Because uh, yes. yes, yes, uh, yes. I like, probably one of my favorite like quotes of the film is like, uh, was it Wilson is kind of being like, get those cops out of there, and the cops like, and the <laughs> Bosch is like, uh, you have a camera. And we have a flamethrower. And the cop just <laughs> points the flamethrower at the guy. And he's like, okay, you can come with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, so many fun. good lines. Like, the dialogue, I was pretty, very impressed Pretty decent. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. So, as cops and nuclear guys do, they start searching the sewers and immediately get murked off camera by chuds. Yes. I think there's, like, you like see, like, a shadow guys, yeah. for two seconds and then <laughs> gone. Mm-hmm. So, in any ethical standpoint, they decide to gas the entire underground around this area and oh, yeah. just hope that no one lights a match anywhere in Soho for like twelve hours. I guess. Um, I mean, what kind of did they ever mention what they're pumping down there? I don't even understand how that. No, works. they said they were just going to gas it. So I'm assuming it was like natural gas or something. Like, oh, we'll just switch the gas from the gas pipes to the sewer, and as long as we park on the manholes, it'll be fine. Like, it'll what about right. the rain? Yeah, Where be... does the rain wash to? Like, there's uh, <laughs> a lot of it's questions. It's like, they don't really go into... It's a very haphazard... I mean, Wilson, does. he has a very haphazard... Like, he's... How do they put it in the movie? He's like the government's garbage man. So his train of thought, although this man can top fucking some literary shit off the top of the dome, uh, cannot structure an actual plan to kill these things. It's true. Yeah. So the uh, Cooper uh, and oh, a secondary character who they bring up like fucking two times is this reporter who's kind of just like trying to get the hot scoop. And you know I should totally do that. And you know oh, like yeah, I thought Murphy. you I'm in it for the money. <laughs> Which is, yeah, like, he should have just had a fucking red shirt on the entire time. Because you're like, that guy's gonna die. Like, they, they don't even give him a backstory. Like, you it's just... I, yeah, <laughs> hi, I, hi, I'm Mr. Hi, I'm journalist Need a Body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, freelance journalist. Totally. <laughs> I'm so in like it for now the fame, every, just like yourself. <laughs> I'm in it for the fame. So Cooper and the reporter go underground at the exact same time. Shepard gets locked underground by Captain fucking Aviator Glasses. But before he does that, he bashes, not not bashes in, but he basically, Val is trying to escape the crazy dude. Is tr- He's trying to get him out. Uh, Shepard's trying to get Val out of this, like uh, the sub-basement of the, the uh, church. church. And as he gets up, the fucking giant fucking door snaps down and fucking it was actually kind of brutal seeing Val get killed his fucking neck snaps and like it, and like the way he's like on the ground I wasn't expecting oh, I, I thought it was ridiculous because I, that was when I was looking up the actor so I had to like take it back real quick I was like what the fuck just happened yeah because it just yeah. like happens it, it was I don't know I, I found it to be a little comical I guess he's like climbing up and just all of a sudden it falls down and yeah it was it was wild yeah it was um it was like the visual version of um whoops we don't have you enough in our budget anymore so we got to just kill you okay so we just get to the top of this ladder and you're dead okay perfect then moving on right and that it was that same guy that shut the basement the coin eating guy 
Yes. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. The fucking the yeah. federal goon. And I don't like the fact that he has like the padlock and then he lurches back up and he has that just like a eight of bowl full of shit grin. Like he oh, just yeah. has that. <laughs> That's smart. Like, like it could, he should have had a mustache. civvies, man. Nothing gets me <laughs> off like killing homeless people in New York City. City. Yeah. yeah. I'm a spy. Like I feel like he should have had like a super curly mustache and it was just going. <laughs> So, oh, like I said, the reporter has a red shirt on because that motherfucker gets chutted, uh, like almost immediately. This is the first time you actually get to see kind of like more of an actual upfront face and stuff like that. And simultaneously, Shepard finds the chud layer, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yes. That he sure uh, does. <laughs> he's super bad at playing, like being sneaky, but um. Yeah, they're just lounging in toxic sludge. What and, are they yeah, there's just like one yeah, of them like, like dancing around with his arms I thought they in were the praising. air. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it, it was, was too. It's like they're praising the toxic sludge, except one of them looks like they're doing downward dog, and like one of them <laughs> seems like he like has like like, like one of them like his sciatic nerve is tacting up, so he's like stretching his arms as high up as he can, and he's like leaning forward. And I do like the fact that they all turn around simultaneously, and they just all kind of just do like like you just crashed oh? a party. Shepard crashed their sludge party. <laughs> and they were all record scratch. Like, yeah, yeah, they were listening to doom metal. Being like, Welcome to the church of sludge. <laughs> oh my god dude if okay so honestly someone needs to do a super cut of that and the second they all turn a lot around um sleeps dragon knot needs to start playing and mm-hmm. i think that would probably just exponentially just pop this movie to another level <laughs> so lauren is uh she's in the basement trying to find i think it was she found julia the first time i think she's trying to find something else she's kind of like going around she opens up the door to the bottom part and uh ladies and gentlemen we get to see the dog from the first scene and holy fucking shit even in death this dog um this dog's a happy pup which is really fucking weird especially since he's like basically hung and half disemboweled and they do the slow turn and it's just like a happy dead just hi yeah, that I was surprised. You don't see movies do that much. Oftentimes, if the dog dies, it dies off screen. And most times, dogs don't die. They just make you think you're going to die. This was like, we're going oh, no. full this is, Donner I think it's... death party on this one. Oh, yeah. They went full <laughs> into it. So this is what I was asking about. So was it a full corpse or half or eaten or anything? Because did the, did the chuds eat? it at all because it was kind of just like hung there so i thought of it as bait or like decoration maybe hung you know it's okay so i'm gonna say more than likely that it's hung up there murdered but in my head i feel like there should have been a bite taken out so i'm thinking there's a bite but i'm pretty sure you're right brian i think it's literally just dangling there like hung from its leash uh, with blood coming out of its mouth and just kind of just going, oh, okay. and it's almost a little like shiny from slobber and its yeah. eyes. It's so like it got chewed on a little bit and then it right. realized it was a dog and it goes, oh, oh, this is terrible. Oh, no, thank okay, you. I'm just gonna yeah, hang yeah, this yeah. up for I'm later. Yeah. Right, I'd like right. to return. I'd like to return this appetizer. Oh, BT Dubs, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We actually find out what happened with Bosch's wife because she winds up fucking uh, her head winds up in the haba. Washes up. Whoa. She washes yeah. up in the haba. 
And uh, yeah, Bosch goes off the fucking rails for the rest of this whole goddamn movie. So um, I mean, Bosch rightfully is so. The cop that's coming to like investigate something at the shore. Yeah, that scene was ridiculous. He's like out in the water, and they're like, "Oh shit, get him out of there!" That's his yeah, wife. That's his wife. <laughs> he's like, "What?" It's very the way it was done. With, it's like so it's a brutal thing to happen. Funny. But it's no. Yeah, it's, it wasn't. Yeah. It's oh my god, it's well. his wife. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, it seemed like that, honestly, like that seems seemed like something out of pranked. Like it seemed like Ashton Kusher was going to pop out and just be like, nope, we got you. No, your wife is really dead, but we're sorry we brought you here. You've here been on pranked. You've been pranked. <laughs> I think okay, that's so Ashton now, Kutcher show, pranked. <laughs> you, just got, you just got chutted. Oh, guys, can we talk about the fucking blood explosion shower scene, yes. which what is the, the most fuck? unexplained this is weird what I brought, fucking yeah. shit. What I out brought of, up earlier. It's, out of nowhere, never explained. I guess she just washes off afterwards and goes about it. I mean, she's in the right place for it. So, yeah, so what, what is um, her name? It's um, it's Cooper's girlfriend it's, is taking yeah, a Lauren. shower. And yeah. like the, the tub or whatever starts to get clogged up and water's rising up. So she takes a, a shower curtain and starts poking it around in the drain and yeah. then all of a sudden just like it's yeah she, she starts out. poking shoots yeah. out sprays her in the face coats the wall everywhere yes. everywhere it blinds her it's over the shower it's over the shower curtain and then what also, do we do like fade to the next scene yeah just, <laughs> just about nope. this and is... then we cut back to her drying her hair like clearly not phased by it at all um two main things this is the closest this is the closest to um uh a derek new year's evil just cut and what the fuck is going on and then cut back to no explanation whatsoever yeah. um secondly continuity error chud's blood is green so whatever the fuck she stabbed in the shower wasn't a chud. Like, I didn't this think seems... she was supposed to have stabbed anything. I, I didn't know what was happening. But so something. <laughs> so I, at least I feel like they were trying to imply that something a chud, maybe not a chud, was coming up through the pipe in the shower, and she stabbed it, and then it like recoiled back, which makes no sense i mean that's not what i thought it was i thought i didn't even i thought it was just like a clog and she was just trying to pull out whatever was clogging it i don't know no no that's she was if she thought it was well that's what she thought yeah that's what she thought thought the same thing yeah well obviously it wasn't what did you think once the blood came out then yeah I have no idea. I thought, what the fuck is going on? Well, that's on? a weird like, clog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't think there was a chud in there. I was like, well, I guess I don't know yet, and they're going to explain it to me. Yeah, and they don't. And that never yeah, happened. No, I, don't. I don't know. I thought that maybe there was a chud was shoving a body or something through the pipe. Yeah, like, it's just dude, like they, once they jamming the something stab, in the pipe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. See, once they do the stab in... They make the like the foley artist or whatever like they made oh the boy, here we go again. sound. No, 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 not a bad <laughs> way, not a bad way. This is not New Year's Evil. I'm not gonna. No, 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 no. Trust me. I've I've made my peace with the foley artist from that movie. I might actually have to find him on IMDb and send him an apology letter if he ever hears the podcast. Um, Fuck that foley no, artist. It's the same. Oh, God, what an asshole. The sound that comes out of the drain 
is the same chud sound, just like a screaming chud sound. Okay. So like it like so they're implying that there's little chuds or because of the stretchy neck chud from right. the latter half of the movie oh, that they okay, can so like that, the yeah, let's, let's, let's get into stretchy neck yeah. chud so <laughs> okay so I, this I is a little fast forward was, in the fucking did its neck just stretch out or like am, am I, I saying things yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> so basically um, yeah uh the girlfriend sorry what is her name i don't want to keep just referring to her no no, no it's uh, it's lauren it's okay lauren. lauren so there is a scene in the latter yes. end of the movie where the chud that uh, that you assume had killed the dog is now coming through the basement. It is now slammed through the door uh, to thankfully the kid kind of the kid who the landlady's kid kind of like backs away from it. And then she goes, the chud goes upstairs and then for whatever fucking reason it breaks through, it's coming after her. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it gets a neck erection and like, just starts like, and just his whole neck stretches out for no reason. There is no explanation for it. There's no continuity with any of the other chuds being able to fucking like slinky, like stretch Armstrong. And then she literally like fucking, um, not, she seconds, it's like it's a sabuku. It's like a fucking, like she lobs this thing's head off with a samurai sword and uh, that's it. No explanation. Green blood, which means the shower scene makes no goddamn sense at this point because all Chud's blood is. Well, green, you're I assuming guess. a Chud was a thing in the drain. I never thought that. Brian thought it was a body. We all have our <laughs> you know reasons what? for why that scene makes no sense. I guess. Yes, totally. <laughs> but I felt like it was like the Chud saw the sword and was like, "Oh, let me grow my neck out really long so you can chop my head off really quick." It was honestly. That, it was. Yeah, I mean, honestly, maybe just Befuddling. wants to die. Maybe these things are coming to the surface just to be murdered. Kill me. <laughs> please, please. Kill Life me. is misery. Just kill me. <laughs> oh, my God. Before it got up there, she had called the cops. I can't remember why, but she had called the cops. They were coming, and two cops come in the building, and you just see these chud hands reach out from around a corner and pull their heads and yank them back. Yeah. And that part amused me. I giggled out loud at that. Oh, that one? Yeah, because it's like the most like, beep. Yeah, <laughs> and the hands and everything just mm-hmm. looks so totally. Um, and now I can't like obviously we jumped a little bit, but I cannot. I have to go back just because um, there is a diner scene that we get to see one of the first acting gigs of John Goodman. John Goodman, oh, yeah. and um, he's laying out, he, dude. He's laying out some fantastic one-liners to this waitress. As by fantastic, I mean being like really bad to illustrate that he's a shitty dude. Just a shitty dude. He's great at yeah. Uh, So you don't mind the fact that a whole gaggle is it a gaggle? I believe it's a gaggle. Would it be, ladies and gentlemen, chudlers? Would it be a chuddle of chuds? I believe it's a gaggle of chudlers. It's a gaggle of chuds and a chuddle of gags. Gagglers. A gaggle of chuds. (laughs) I didn't like saying that. I didn't like saying that at all. Perfect. Then that's what it is. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, no, they completely eviscerate the entire diner, uh, which basically means um, uh, cats out of the bag, guys. Uh, they just fucking nuked an entire diner out in public. So now there are cop cars and there are fucking news reporters. Uh, the chuds are now coming up out of the basement uh, and uh, they are fast pacing the gassing. They're like, okay, cool. These things are coming up. We got to fucking man cover every single manhole and we got to gas them the fuck out of here. 
Make sure not to cover, make sure to drive safe because the vans you're parking on the potholes are triggered to explode when, like, bounce from any the given bottom. moment. So yeah, don't run over a pothole or a speed bump. Never. Oh, that's okay. Actually, so that's why the truck blows up at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, the, uh, it's a li- that was a little note. So you didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. Brian, you didn't, on, I didn't know Brian, that. You, no, Brian, you didn't know that? I was like, why? That's so funny. So yeah. the, the car just, its wheel fell into the open manhole and exploded, and you were like, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, it's another mustache oh. moment. Yeah, another mustache <laughs> moment. That's great. I hope we get them every episode. So this my favorite. Is oh, 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 boy. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, I didn't Cooper plan on finds- being, like, the dumb one, but... You're just oh, no. you're doing things Dude, it's and a missing joke. stuff. It's a joke. These are two I've it's been able to sit down and watch. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Which the mustache moment is from the New Year's Evil episode, so you should hop back and check that one out if you haven't heard it already. Continuity. Hey guys, we get to see Cooper uh meet up with Victor who got his leg bit and uh plot twist, uh Victor's a chud now. Or like a half chud? He's got a half chud <laughs> on his way. He's got a half chud. Yeah, it's uh, 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 he's yeah. certainly got a half chud. Yeah, a chuddy. Yeah, he's got a half chud. He's a chuddy. Uh, and yeah, tries yeah. to kill Cooper, and then Cooper winds up fucking shooting him. The bag lady's super pissed off about it, and Shepard comes up and just punches a woman in the face. And uh, that's hey, guess what? Cooper and Shepard get to meet for the first time by attacking a bunch of homeless people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and both of them realize the fucking actual twist of the entire film which you probably should have assumed by the middle of the film is Chud is doesn't stand for cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers ladies and gentlemen what is it Chud Chud stands for contamination hazard urban disposal Ah. and uh yeah Mr. Wilson uh kind of like uh Mr. Wilson in Dennis the Menace uh, is a piece of shit and has been dumping nuclear waste in New York City for fucking years. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> dump it all down there. Why not? Totally. They won't notice. Yeah, and I like the fact in the beginning where they bring up Chud is that, like, they talk about the New York uh, waste ordinance that, like, they go, no, we've already got it here. We're trying to get it out, but they won't let us get it out, which is complete horseshit, and they've just been burying it underneath New York for the longest time. Yeah, well, that's that was aside from what was known to be there, right? They like passed nuclear sludge, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we know about that." And then they got to more of it, and they're like, "Wait, this is something else. This is a whole other pile of a different kind of nuclear sludge." I like the fact that that they were okay with one sludge, but then completely offended by the other sludge. Right? (laughs) This one's not supposed to be here. Right. Oh my god. Okay, so now we get to uh, which we've already talked about the uh, the samurai chud killing, where you actually get to like fully, fully see a fucking chud, um, which is glowing yellow eyes. It's got green blood and forever fucking weird thing. It's you know they remind me of orcs. Like, right when they come out of okay. like the fucking sure, sure. orc yeah, yeah, pit yeah. and all covered in sludge, because they have these long ass elf ears. They all have long pointed elf ears for no reason. And honestly, I, I never notice. noticed it until watching it for this review, how pointy their elf ears were. It was hilarious to me. I didn't notice that at all. I thought of them as being more egg shaped. Yeah, well, no, their heads are egg shaped, but their ears are literally like if Santa's elves had been dumped in toxic sludge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
or kind of like RoboCop, like take a normal what you would consider Elf from the North Pole and then blow up the toxic sludge from RoboCop and then that sludgy, drippy guy coming out. That's what a chud looks like. Yeah, perfect. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Bosch and uh, Bosch finds out that Cooper and Shepard are still underground and uh, Wilson goes fucking bonkers and says like, no, 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 they can't leave. Nobody can leave. Everyone needs to help me cover this up. Uh, so he shoots fucking Bosch and he yeah. tries going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he steals. I think it's a bread truck. It's just like a just a giant fucking. It looks it's like a, a bomb UPS truck. With the, yeah. For plugging up manholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So they got the plug it up manhole blow up thing. Uh, Shepard and Cooper are almost getting run over back and forth. And then Shepard shoots simultaneously, shooting Wilson, hitting the pothole and fucking blowing it up. And uh, Bosch, I guess, lives? Question mark? He gets up and says, nice shot. (laughs) And then Shepard pets his face like he's a dead dog. And then, uh, yeah, Cooper and uh, uh, his lady hug, and they pan out to the burning thing, and the movie ends. So it's just, uh, yeah, that's I actually skipped through the credits thinking that maybe this was one of the early post-credit sequences. Nope. Because she cuts, after Lauren cuts the Chud's head off, it bites her leg and she kicks it away. Exactly. But and that so, leads to nothing. Nothing. No. Nope. Is nope. Chud 2 they don't exp- inv- is that oh, involved in the plot Chud of Chud 2? Chud 2, Bud the Chud? Yeah, no. Uh, horrible spoiler alert for anybody who wants to watch Chud 2 has nothing to do with Chuds, and it's like a weird zombie movie. Oh, oh interesting. That's disappointing. It is a sequel just by title. Like, like it's, Troll 2. Not- yeah, it's basically just like a Troll 2. So... Yeah, this is um this is a fucking really weird super bizarre monster movie and yeah. it, dude, it holds like a little special place in my heart. I don't know if it's because I saw it when I was young and uh or I just associated a lot of childhood memories to uh these uh to Shepard and Cooper because they were in Home Alone. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, sure, I know these guys. <laughs> this is totally fine. Uh this is such a fun movie um in a lot of different respects it gets dogged on a lot uh to the point and there's a little factoid uh the criterion collection um used this movie as an april fool's joke as a, they were gonna say like <laughs> on april fools they're like we're gonna do this as yeah a two dvd or two like blu-ray criterion collection edition. yeah totally <laughs> Yeah, Uh, it did not. It didn't do well in the box office. uh, No doy. Uh, It uh, it kind of flopped, but it did get a really good cult following uh, on uh, on video. And I think it's uh, it's well deserved. I think that the um, there's there's definitely some issues with this movie, but uh, it's dude, it's a fun ride. You get to see some fucking people getting eaten. Um, I. It sounds weird. I wanted more gore. Like it was gory. That doesn't sound weird. It wanted like yeah. Not I for feel you. Like there's, not at all. Not for me. No. <laughs> I mean, more blood. More blood, the better. It's fu- sounds it's like amazing. a primary complaint of yours. <laughs> yes, exactly. This doesn't have enough blood in it. It is funny when you rewatch it multiple times how much there 
isn't a lot of blood. Like, most of the deaths in this movie are implied. Like, mm-hmm. the grandpa, the diner scene with uh, with Goodman. Like, you don't actually get to see most of the people in this movie get killed. You get them, like, sucked off screen. But you don't actually get to see, I get like... a sucked off screen. Yeah, I think the reporter's the closest thing that you actually see. One of them getting bitten and eaten. But no one actually gets attacked attacked by Most a, of, a lot of the movies Ex- we watched are like that i think it's not until maybe later on generally in movies but black christmas and new year's evil were both that way you right. might not think sense. of them that way but it they are oh absolutely. <laughs> but i mean i would say absolutely. this definitely has more gore than that i mean there's like yeah completely oh, ripped apart sense. bodies and stuff like that so there is oh yeah you very see heavy gore when you see that yeah. gore when it's there yeah Exactly. So funny enough. So all this place takes or all of this takes place around and in like Soho of New York, which is where I used to work for a couple of years. And the building I used to work at, I think is what they say, like is right in one of the areas they mentioned. Mm-hmm. So old building and it's designed where the first floor you walk in onto the main floor. That's, you know, the main floor and the store goes downwards two levels. Mm-hmm. So you go one floor down, more shopping all the way on the bottom is like where an employee area is. There's some back rooms for some more storage and all this other shit. So there's this one tucked away back room that leads into, I don't know, a very old dank like brick room area where these old... um. The building used to be a printing press, so there's these giant wheels in there that were used to help, like, power, I don't know, the printing press and all this kind of shit. So yeah. this was just a room to access those. But if you would go in there, we used to store some shit in there, and I would also, like, be able to sneak in there and hide sometimes. Because <laughs> where the wheel is, there's, like, probably a gap of about two feet wide that leads back a narrow passageway to another room that opens up back there where if you could get back there we stored more things not that much because most people couldn't get back there or would want to go back back there there. because it was Mm -hmm. also like you had like low-hanging like pipes leading back all over the place so once you get back there yeah it leads into another room and it just started feeling more and more like i was about to get into yeah the tunnels because Mm -hmm. there's a brick wall in the back and in the brick wall is probably about a two foot by probably about two foot by two foot hole broken mm-hmm. into it where some of the bricks had popped out. And in there you can see into deeper into like, the, I don't know, the bowels of the bowels the, of <laughs> this building and stuff. And there's a big old yeah. pipe that's, I believe, a sewer pipe that that like ran through that you could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. I guess uh, I, I, I could have if I just I... kept going there, I could have found the chuds. Oh, you totally uh, could have found the chuds. I was right in I the like area. The, didn't I, know. I like the idea because a few films touch on it. I think Chud does a really good way of like really broaching it. Um, the idea of a city as old as New York or I mean, this thing could have been set in like Paris or a few others, like having really old cities that have all of these older systems put in place mm-hmm. with have, having subway systems, sewer systems, cave systems that just get built on top of themselves. 
So having these things that are like subterranean and then even more subterranean, and it's not fictitious because like you said, Brian, like that's that, that's just a part of these buildings, how they've just been built up and not really like facilitated underneath that. I think yeah. that's a really interesting, genuine urban fear to have where you're like, oh, wow, like you could get lost in the bowels of New York very easily oh, if sure. you, yeah, which is like, and then on top of the fact that there are radioactive cannibalistic monsters living underneath is it's a little cherry on the sunday right 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 all right so to to kind of head towards the end of the segment here how would we go ahead and rate this i'm going to jump to sam first on this one do you have your five fingers of ratings ready to go well i thought i i could have sworn i had seen this movie before but none of it was familiar at all but i remember hearing about it or in donnie darko they used chud as an insult so that is what put it on my radar, and then I I thought I'd rented it from our local thing, but none of it was familiar. Like, Black Christmas at least rang some bells. What's funny, Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. 2, I thought I had never seen. I had seen multiple times when I watched it. I was like, oh, I've seen this a few times. But uh, <laughs> this one, I don't think I did. Anyway, how many fingers am I chopping off? Well, is it rewatchable? I'll give it a half a finger for rewatchability. I'd rewatch it sometime recommendable i'll give it a half a finger for recommendability i'd recommend it to some people not everyone quotable i'm gonna give it a full finger for quotable i thought there was some pretty good dialogue and fun lines in it mm-hmm. and i'm sure if i were to rewatch it it would help them help me remember that <laughs> t-shirtable you know, I, I can't see there being a t-shirt of Chud that I would wear. So after a whole zero fingers on that one. Ooh, Hard disagree on okay. that. Just the fucking, just the cover of the movie alone is just. Mm, mm. Hard disagree with you. I mean, it, the cover actually is the best part, but I don't like the movie enough to be like, oh yeah, well, it's the cover for this movie, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. No, I get um, it. And then half a finger for its certain, as the French say, shuttle. So that is a total of two and a half fingers in the grave. Two and a half. I'd say that's a pretty good rating. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that. I'm going to give it a 2.5 as well. I found it pretty enjoyable. It was pretty good. It wasn't as as campy as it is. It wasn't as campy as I thought it was going to be. There was a lot totally. more down to earth tones and kind of character serious stuff. And there's yeah, campy. you there's not yeah exactly a lot of weird, over the top characters except for our sunglassed man. So, I think people who would enjoy this type of stuff would probably might definitely rate it even higher than this. But I think for the average person, it might be definitely hard to get into. But I two point five down the middle of the road, I'd say I'd give it cool. Ross, yeah, 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 obstacle, obstacle. Well, I'm going to have to sway away from the herd on this one and uh, dive her deep down into the bowels. I'm going to give this guy a four. Uh, This is a really fun movie for me to watch. I revisit this movie, I would probably say once a year, maybe twice a year. It's um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is like, um, (laughs) and it's, well, I mean, it's now turned into kind of like if I need to, like, if I'm sitting down drawing or something, like, I'm so used to this movie that, like, it's almost like comfort food for me. Like, Chud's, Chud's some comfort food where I'm like, you know what? I got this whole project I got to do. Watch me some Chud. I want to see mm-hmm. some, I, yeah, I want to I see some cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Um, I think it's, um, 
it is it's fun it's kind of chud has its own cult of personality when um you find other chud heads where like i've actually had discussions there's a gentleman that i tattooed um who actually has his own review podcast uh the useless knowledge podcast oh i saw that Uh, yeah so he um he's got a fantastic he has one leg that's a bunch of different horror stuff but i actually did a chud tattoo on him so we got to like really like chud out on just just how ridiculous (laughs) the movie is because i think part of it is it it has some really real world topics it's very outlandish but i think it's just i don't know i just enjoy i enjoy watching it it's also fun to talk how ridiculous some aspects are with this movie to other fans of the Chud Chuddleverse? Chuddleverse? Yeah, Chuddleverse. I think sure. Chuddleverse yeah. no, is say, our thing. Yeah. If you're if I would agree with you, gentlemen, though, I think like um uh not really into horror movies, kind of wanting to get into the vibe of it. Yeah, it's anywhere between like a two five and like a three. But for like, if you really, if you're like kind of, well, I'm seasoned, into horror movies, and I gave it a two five. So that's true. But <laughs> so there you go. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good uh, range of scores for for you there. A four from Ross, two point five from Sam and I. So there you have it. That is our analysis of the moody moody of the movie Chud by these little chuddleheads. So we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're gonna jump in to part two of Dear David. And we're back. Thank you very much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. And as we said before the break, we are going to head back into the world of Dear David. So um, (laughs) as I kind of went through before, this is the story that uh, uh, Adam Ellis told in 2017 through Twitter. And it kind of just posted throughout a couple months. And Twitter really got involved. and, And it was like this whole... It was a whole thing during that time. So I will say this, that it's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we dive into the story of Dear David. So to kind of refresh your memory, Dear Dear, uh, Dear, Dear David <laughs> is the story. Uh, as I said, Adam Ellis tells about this child that um, you guys are looking at a picture of right now. So oh, this is what yeah. he first drew. It's this like really uh, sickly looking giant headed rubber baby Johnny. R- rubber Johnny type thing with a dent taken out of his head and, you know, wisps of hair. So Adam tells mm-hmm. a story of like, if you kind of like scroll through these photos that I sent over to you and all of this is going to be posted um, with a, a link. I'm going to post a link to this the full story for everyone to read and this is where you can find all the original source material for our mm. story here so if you go through these you'll notice the that's the pictures of the cats the cats start acting all weird looking towards the door he starts taking those peep hole photos and and posting those online and people are like analyzing that and i think i saw something here who knows what it was and then we had the uh the story of the polaroids if you remember those where he would take a photo of the hallway and everything would turn out completely black so mm, he like right, stood yeah. back yeah. and took a photo with his iphone and then he took a photo with the polaroid and in the polaroid everything was black the iphone or whatever phone camera he has everything was fine um he has a dream in which david's like pulling him through a warehouse and that's when he wakes up with a bruise on his arm and mm-hmm. at some point he started getting all those phone calls no. from the no caller id 
and he answered one exactly and it was (gasps) just kind of silence for a while then he just heard someone i believe say hi yeah (laughs) along those lines um and we kind of ended with our green rocking chairs the picture that i sent to you guys and the picture that you can see Mm -hmm. which really starts it all of where adam first saw david hanging out in that green rocking chair he moved it out of his bedroom it hangs out in the living room now and adam's getting ready for a trip coming up to japan and for this trip he bought a pet cam so that he could watch after his cats and that's where we left last time and where we're gonna pick it all up again So where we pick up is between about August 28th to September 11th is going to be this next series of tweets. So August 28th, Adam was out one night before his trip and wanted to test out his camera. He would get alerts throughout the night. It would just be his cats running around and playing, as, you know, cats do, until about (laughs) 11 p.m. He says, so I watched the feed again. Still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Watch the chair. So there's a video that goes along with this and I'm gonna have uh, the the boys watch it right now as we, um, I guess, participate together here. And you could again, look, look for this online with our links. So as you can see, uh, the, the, the green chair just starts to rock. Ew, ew. And this is ew. all. Uh, one night while he's, you know, out hanging about and he got an alert and this is what he saw after like, kind of like looking at it. Uh, he says it was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then. So I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic about half an hour later. I got another motion alert. Here's the feed of that alert. Now, if, if you kind of saw and noticed at the top of the screen, right in the middle of it, something seems to like fall down there Mm -hmm. ellis says that he has no idea what would have caused this uh he doesn't keep any windows open and there'd be nothing blowing or any breeze going on it is a um turtle shell that he had hanging on his wall that just all of a sudden fell off a green Mm -hmm. turtle shell uh and he says now since i've been back home i've been too nervous to turn the camera back on and today has been pretty quiet that said I feel really uneasy. I put the chair in the hall. I hope nothing else happens tonight. And then that's the end of our escapade for August 28th. Our next post comes September 5th. So I wouldn't know what to think at this point. (laughs) Um, Did he get rid of the chair? I can't remember. Does he really like this chair for some reason? I don't think there's any huge attachment to the chair. He's already moved it out of his bedroom, and he does say now that he moves it into the hall, but he doesn't get rid of it. So he just just keeps pushing it pushing it a little bit further. And then we had the the turtle shell fall from the wall. Fall from the wall. That's nuts. Is he in Japan at this point or no? Not yet. He's testing out the camera at this point. He hasn't gone to Japan quite yet. September 5th, he just says, it's happening again. Adam goes on to say that he has been leaving the cam on 24-7 now and it's pretty much set to record every time there's movement or sound. He goes over the feed from the weekend and notices a few odd things. One Saturday night while he slept, the camera recorded the cats in the living room. This is what it saw. 
So there's a few things going on in this video. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. You can watch it again, and I'm going to tell you to look for this. In this video, you see one of Adam's cats, Maxwell, seemingly jump over some invisible object. He's kind of like transfixed by something and jumps over something that spooks him. Then also, there is a... You you see... Uh, I saw yeah, the mason jar. jar. Is it glass or a mason jar? But yeah, so if you look at the video a little bit closer, you also notice the mason jar just all of a sudden shift. Just move. Move. Just biz just cash. Just for slide. some reason. No for big a little deal. Bit. Why not? <laughs> um, Set so, the entire apartment on fire. That was like one of those things that you uh, wasn't noticed at first. Yeah, it was uh, pointed out a little bit later. And exactly, you come back, set everything on fire, and don't ever think about yeah. that place ever yeah. again. Ever think about it again. He also posts a photo of Maxwell standing on his hind legs looking around. So in this photo, you just notice that Maxwell's like hanging out on his hind legs, preparing to look at something. He says Maxwell does this for hours throughout the night. And in one video, he is seen swatting at something invisible. Now, Adam acknowledges that this could be a fly or something, but then says that Maxwell will typically just eat the flies and that they don't even really get flies in his apartment. So he's just making excuses about it's yeah. probably a fly. I mean, the cat's kind of right, right. Mm -hmm. But he does or say the cat is is Garfield and sits on its butt on the couch <laughs> and just watches TV. And just mm -hmm. hangs out and watches TV. It's it would have lasagna. A very serious lack of lasagna there though is the problem. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Alright, that makes sense. He uh um Ella says, I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior from Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. Um, and it, I, I wrote in personal note while I was typing up this section for my notes, a fly ended up on my um, monitor, just kind of like landed there as we were talking about the possibility. Mm. Of flies. So that was fun. Um, oh, no, Brian. Our next post <laughs> is going to be September 11th. And I'm going to go ahead and ask you to watch David Webcam 4. So throughout the rest of the video, yeah, the, the main important things that happen there is in a short series of tweets, Adam shares this video, which a small cactus in a terracotta pot is what it is, falls off yeah. the shelf. Um, Adam was just like doing his nighttime routine, getting ready for bed. As you saw, he like walks away for a little bit uh, and then that happens, comes back, sees that and he kind of like locks up, I think. And it's just like, what the hell happened? Um, Oh, crazy. He states that he does live near a subway line, so it could have got a little shaky, but I mean, he's never had this happen before, um, so that could be the cause, is what he says. But now, mm -hmm. every little sound freaks me out. I leave for Japan in two weeks, and it can't happen soon enough. Got it. Oh, okay, it's a photo of... Um, no, it's like a felt cactus. cactus. Yeah, yeah, it's like a knitted cactus in a terracotta pot is is what it is exactly, and you can see in the photo it is a broken pot. So, yeah, that is presumably what fell. Now, and that cat looks super inquisitive. He's like, "What you doing there? Yeah, why, what, are you uh, why are you photographing that? Why are you taking a photo of me?" September sixteenth. I've been having so many nightmares lately. Thread. They're way more intense than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap 
and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. Then Adam wakes up. It's dark outside, everything is quiet. He starts to go on about other dreams he's been having, some involving dark figures staring in his window, even though he lives on the second floor. And he has been feeling more and more uneasy recently, especially after the dream about the head. So yeah, that's a that's a very odd dream oh to God. have. That's a pretty like had, vivid, weird dream. I super know, vivid. Had something like had, that. Had he been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat? Could have been. He could have been do- like. I we should like check them when like if a new Mortal Kombat came out and had come out this time, and if he was doing a lot of fatalities. Yeah, really I was going to say if he was Sub Zero, at least. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's a lot of like spinal column <laughs> ripping out. For sure, he could have. He could have easily watched Predator One or Two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of lots of lots of spines in that. Are the heads still on there? Or are they just skulls and spines. Um, I don't remember skulls. It's there's a lot of like skin people, and <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 like okay, so it's heads in one, and then in two, it's like he runs away with the spinal cord. Okay, so like there's a huge scene where he's got the skull, and then he cleans it up because he goes home. You know, he buffs it out. Uh, you know, get a little spit shine, and then he pops it right up there, right next to the xenomorph one, where go. they kind of give there you that go. like like soft jerk off that they're going to be doing something in the future, but not really <laughs> soon enough. So one day Adam decides to try and clear his head by going out for a walk and take a trip to his nearby bodega for a snack. He notes that on the way to the bodega is the warehouse from earlier in our story, if you remember the, the open mm-hmm. warehouse, with the, the, the green chair where there's normally, you know, oh, yeah. falafel carts everywhere or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think of when I see mm-hmm. any of the food carts. Like there. cart yeah. storage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So on his way home, he passes. And just as he passes the warehouse, Adam hears a dull funk, as he calls it, from behind the shutters. He freezes in place, but curiosity gets the best of him, and Adam decides to snap a quick picture through a nearby window and get the hell out of there. So he does, and quickly heads home. After some time at home, Adam finally looks at the photo, and this is what he sees. So the next photo after that cactus one, if you look at that, it is just what almost looks like a black and white photo, but there's not much going on with it. It looks like an office room, maybe. There's like a, a chair in there, a desk, some insulation or something has fallen over mm-hmm. it. I think you see an open door. Nothing really remarkable. At first, it's a pretty oh. uninteresting photo. It looks like oh, no, an no. office or something, but I think Ross is I starting to it, oh, see a God few other things. But there I are, don't see anything. There are <sighs> there are things that other people start seeing, and and Adam sees it himself, and he's convinced that he also sees David in the photo. And yeah, so I'm curious. He's like, to, right. Yeah, where 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 oh, do sorry. you see something, Ross? I want I want to see what you're seeing, or okay, not see what you're seeing. So here, yeah. <laughs> put me into your eyes show me your visions um 
I think he is okay. So you see the chair, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then the, to the right of the chair, yes. Um, there's the what is it, it looks like a filing cabinet or something like that. So above that, where it's like like there's on the wall, there's that circle, or it looks like there's a dot or a circle or something like that. Okay. I can see like a weird dented face right yeah. above that. Yeah. So there's definitely- and like almost an elongated body or something underneath it. Super. Super Scooby Doo. So if you I move still forward, don't see it. So move forward in your photos, and there's a zoomed in picture. So the zoomed in picture, you can kind of see something a little bit better. Is next to Ew, the door. Yep, that's it. Yep. And yep. like, if you look right where the doorknob is, it would be to the left of that and a little bit up. Do you see? Are you looking at the next picture? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so there's yeah, that's exactly there. what I saw. If you go to Ugh. even the next one, there is something that people like drew over the picture to show two things that uh, our Twitter detectives got to work on the photo and, and, and kind of talk about. One is they think that the insulation actually looks like a body that has fallen and like kind of like broken its, it hit its head and, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all disjointed and everything. And it also shows the drawing of over where they think is that dented uh, head. The dented faces. Saw. And then did they add the two I, eyes in the back? Oh, What's up with someone that? Someone also claims that they, I don't see that one as much, but they think that there's two eyes looking from right where those two dots are. But that is one that I do certainly see less of and didn't notice as I, well. I if, don't. The only thing I see is the insulation. I saw the two dots and I was like, those are just two dots. And the thing that we're talking about that creeped Ross out just looks like lighting to me or like shadows from a shitty picture. I do not see this. So if you go to the next photo, (laughs) there is someone who put it through another filter as well. And it looks like it's a bright orange photo. Now, if you look uh, in that area it. again, you see a little bit more of that figure, and it does look like a little bit more of a 3D figure to it. Ooh, the eyes yeah. peering or whatever, the, the two dot things or whatever, and the insulation, I can still make out a figure there. But I mean, that's just who knows whatever. But I definitely see what they're talking about as David with a dented headed figure up over I there. I do not. I still just think that, like, it's all just spaghetti. I yeah I mean if I try to I can kind of say that there's a somewhat of a shape there that's like that but like to me that's a huge stretch it does I don't see a huge yeah, stretch I, I, I yeah to you I think but I mean <laughs> yeah. Ross was able to find it so it is Oh uh, Ross yeah. saw it and was like oh what's that and yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. it and was like wait that's what we're talking about that's nothing <laughs> So those are what our our Twitter detectives put together and started to find on September 22nd, Ellis mentions his trip to Japan is coming in a couple days and thanks everyone for all their kindness throughout this ordeal. We get our next uh, tweet on October 3rd in which he says, It's my last full day in Japan. Thread. Adam says the last few weeks have been peaceful and on this morning he has decided to take a long walk around Sapporo. It's on this walk when he comes across a statue, which Adams describes as weird and pretty. Our next picture shows this statue, and it looks like a tall, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 foot at most, tall Mm -hmm. statue of a bunch Mm -hmm. of figures climbing and positioned around, I don't know, a a cylinder Mm -hmm. (laughs) shape, more or less. There's like goats and animals on it. 
Um, he says he starts taking pictures from different angles, and when he moves to one side, he nearly drops his phone at the sight. In the next photo, you, you will see what he sees, but he says, It felt too similar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. This kid with a dented head. So in the next photo is kind of zoomed into okay. it. There's a small child uh, being held by a woman, not a real woman, in the statue. And it looks like mm-hmm. the, 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 the head is, I guess, dented in or sloped in yeah. maybe a little bit. Misshapen. It's misshapen. It's not as exaggerated of a dent. But, I mean, imagine seeing this after everything that's been going on. You're hanging right. out in Japan. Like, totally. I think Ross mentioned it on one of the previous episodes. Why would you go there? That's the land of, like, horrific... <laughs> or ghosts and everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> All ghosts immediately will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Um the land of yokai and monsters. He says I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting, maybe this is nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. And then Adam packs up for his flight and heads back home. So that's only his only real experience while in Japan. So then yeah. October 14th, he's been home for not that long at this point adam starts to notice weird electrical issues stating that a couple times in the past few weeks he has had to replace the hallway bulb and at this point he has just left it burnt out he also talks about an led strip that he has on the back of his tv that randomly started to flicker one night and it shouldn't because it should only power on when like the tv's turned on and after it did that it just doesn't work at all so i mean that could just be you know faulty whatever this led strip was yeah um and then he said so it's about 4 a.m so adam decides at one point he's been up decides to go to a close diner get some breakfast and start his day so after breakfast he comes home and starts to get ready for the day when he notices the faint sound of scratching at his front door terrified adam snaps another people picture and in that picture uh it's you really can't see much um, unless, again, this is something if you look for it. Uh, it's like that first photo, but when you look closer, you start to notice details. I don't know if Ross will see this. I don't think Sam will see this at all. But <laughs> if you look at it, there's what appears to be an ear and an eye. Now, I'm going to have to do my best to explain this to you. When this oh, is the people. Yeah, no, I can see the I can see the When I was going... Ear. Yeah, you see the outline of the ear, and, like, if you move, you know, down to the right, downward, there's, like, kind of a, it gets a little bit darker. That would be the eye socket, and then you can start putting the shape of the head together, more or less, from it. I'm very curious as what our listeners are able to spot and see in this. This is one of the harder ones that now that I know what I'm looking for, and I've, I've seen it and immediately recognize it, I can find it, but I could not see it for the longest time trying to trying to look at this thing anyway it's supposed to look like a kind of an almost close-up in the peephole of an ear an eye you can kind of supposed to see the shape of eye ridge i can see the i I can see the ear for sure but the eye was harder too actually yeah but it was harder to catch the actual eye until you started describing it and i was like oh okay oh okay okay think of it as the child's the kind of looking downwards and to the left and like the peephole is looking at that uh the 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 right eye looking down and you don't really see an eye it just more so looks like a smooth kind of socket there (laughs) anyway it looks like it's it looks like a muppet like yeah (laughs) like it looks like i'm even more lost now 
Okay, so it's hard to see in that peephole, but I do have this small video that kind of flashes up what it uh -huh. projects as what it's supposed to look up. So uh, if we look at that video, okay. you might be able to pause it at one point and see where it's yeah, trying okay. to overlap and show you what it is there. Um, and then it kind of pulls out even more and tries to, I guess, match it up with that original uh, statue picture that uh, Adam took while he was in Japan. I don't know if that matches up exactly, but it looks pretty pretty close. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. that's that's what uh, Adam took. And then that ends our thread for that night. Oh my god. What a weird what a weird looking thing. It looks like one of the aliens from Fantastic Planet. Like just <laughs> super weird. October twenty sixth. Sorry for the radio silence the past couple weeks. Thread. First, I had a friend come over and do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and the hallway. He says, uh, he also says that a lot of self-proclaimed mediums have started reaching out to him, uh, plus a dozen ghost dinner like type shows wanting to do something on, Wait like, a second. you know, didn't we want to come out to your place. Didn't he do a cleansing before and it just pissed him off? So why well, he, he did his, cleansing? like, he, he just burned some sage. He didn't know what he oh, was doing, okay. but he had, like, a friend that says that she knows what she's doing with all this stuff and wanted to come and do i guess a proper cleansing he didn't want a bunch of like weird people in his place so he direct he rejected all of them and just had his friend come and it seemed to work for about a week one morning adam is walking by the warehouse this time all the metal doors were wide open sunlight pouring in the warehouse was still mostly empty except for one thing oh good a hearse? <laughs> there was a hearse parked near the back wall. <laughs> yeah, um, this is our weird, you know, snap a picture at night warehouse, our weird green chair just sitting there warehouse. Now a hearse just hanging out. Hanging out. He says that the warehouse has been closed off for two months and has no idea why it's open now and why on earth there is a hearse there. But he tries to forget it. Things are uneventful for the next few days until one night around 11 p.m. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge and noticed both the cats sitting by the far window, staring up at it. The windows look out onto the roof of the business next door. I glanced out the window but didn't see anything. As I went into the kitchen to get the bottle opener, I noticed something. There's a window in the kitchen which looks out onto the same roof and someone was standing on the roof, staring at me. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the windowsill, but couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. Now in this next photo is a very, very dark photo. If you were to bring up the light on it, which I unfortunately know I do not have a, a lighter photo of this one, but I will try my best to explain it. So you see our two pots of soil down there, correct? Oh, and then no, I see them. I see them. You, yeah. Yeah, 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 you see them. Um, oh, like, so if you, if we're going to section this off here, um, one, two, three, three squares, you see, I guess, what do we call those, panes? sections yeah, like the panels 
over from the right, there is a small figure that appears to be just like kind of standing there looking in. If you really do brighten this photo, like go in and edit and bring up the brightness on this photo, you will see a much clearer picture of someone standing there looking in. Which I am sorry that I didn't bring for you guys to see, but I was, I was wondering if you could kind of like, I wanted you to see it as it was fo first posted. But Ross is doing yeah. a really good job. Ross sees everything. He's he's God. in tune with the uh, the spirit I world, I guess. I am and, one. And Sam's just like I don't, world. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no sir, no sir. I don't like it. Adam tries to take a better picture, but the figure's gone at that point. So Adam decides to drink a bunch of beers and forget about it and pass out. And he, he kind of closes the night by saying, "But now I feel like I'm back at square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do." November 5th. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David, a thread. This might be long, but stick with me. Last night, I dreamed about him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in the chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time, it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move. But this time, something was different. Adam goes on to say that he is able to move and wiggle his hands. At this point, David is glaring at him and Adam knows what comes next. David will get out of the chair and crawl towards Adam. He tries to think of something to do, so he grabs his phone. He wants to try and take a picture, thinking, if David kills me, maybe I'll have some evidence. So he starts snapping a bunch of photos in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling toward me. He moved slowly, like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but it kept taking photos. David limped closer toward me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon, I was face to face with him. He started muttering something, too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. I tried to wiggle away from him, but I couldn't barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. And then, kind of as usual, I'd say by now, Adam tries to go about his normal work day. And as the day goes on, you know, as dreams do, it just starts to slip out of his mind, he says. And it's not until the next night when he's looking through his camera roll for a picture from a few days before when he notices a series of pitch black photos from the night of the nightmare. Oh, it's better okay. to just show you, he says. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. So we're going to start walking through these of next course, series of yeah, photos yeah. here, um, which oh, God, yeah. I'd say tend to be, you know, some more of the most compelling evidence yet if you if you start looking through them. So if you scroll through, the next four photos are some pretty dark photos, but you can clearly see a small yeah. figure yeah. with a big old chunk out of his head and then 
or last four, last couple, I'd say the last three, because when you get to the fourth and fifth and sixth photos, that is like the, the, the brightness turned all the way up, and you can clearly see a small child with a dip in his head staring directly. The fifth one's creepy because it looks like he's like getting off the couch to mm-hmm. come towards him or something. <laughs> it sure is. And <laughs> he, he says, this last one made my heart drop. So we looked at, you saw the brighter ones. You can definitely see it. Like, mm-hmm. as Sam said, I think the creepiest one to me is the one where it's like him getting off the couch and like you can see the movement of him headed towards that way. Him. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Usually I can come up with some excuse for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. So now I'm sitting here on my couch, freaking out. I certainly won't be able to sleep. I just felt like I needed to get this out. Yeah, and that's... God damn! That, that's right there. That's no making out the figure in a dark, blurry room. Oh, yes. No looking at this. Mm-hmm. Like Sam, This is a certified Sam, That meaning you can see it pretty much right there. <laughs> yes. There's no, oh, it's probably this. Exactly. It is full on just this. November 17th. Adam tweets that he is okay and thanks everyone for asking and yes, he is alive. He just hasn't tweeted because there's nothing to share. And he is not really sure what to do at this point. That is when Adam makes a startling discovery when next week we head into the crawl space for the conclusion of Dear David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the oh, crawl man. space. Yeah, it's gonna crawl get space. even. What, what, it's it goes from this point. We've seen pictures. We've seen David, and now we start yeah, going mm-hmm. for it. Um, oh, we're ready wait a second. Does he find it should? No, we're going. We're, well, the crawl space uh, to give you a preview is upwards crawl as opposed to, uh, to yeah, we're not we're not Stop. we're not going downwards. We're not into a chud situation. Okay. Fortunately, David above. David above. Chud below. Yes, yes. So I hope you, you boys, especially, and our audience as well, enjoyed part two of Dear David mm-hmm. and comes back for our conclusion because I promise you it does certainly get to a very good fun. It, good, it gets to a good fun. I'm loving it. <laughs> a good fun. It gets to a good fun. So we will continue that next week, as I said before and many times before that as well. And before we end this episode, we're going to go over to Would You Rather. But before we go to Would You Rather, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to a break. And we're back. Thank you once again to our kind sponsors for those kind words of encouragement and praise. So we're going to finally head. I don't know why I keep saying finally. It sounds like I'm kind of like done with everything. <laughs> but we're going to go like, ahead fucking finally. finally and head finally. on to our would you rather segment for tonight. And we all uh, wrestled up with some good ideas here and, and looked around. So I have one from Reddit and I have one from my brain and I'll go with the one from my brain first. Would you rather fight a street shark or a tunnel alligator? Is that what it was? A tunnel gator. A street shark or a tunnel gator? Oh, man, that's tough. And think of the tunnel gator tunnel in the same respect of what a street shark but looks as like. A street shark? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, um, I probably a tunnel gator because if I'm just talking shark or gator. Mm-hmm. 
I'd rather take on a gator, I think, than a shark. I think I agree wow. with you just from, you know, growing up around gators. I mean, we, we grew up around sharks as, as well, but I feel like gators were more more present. Yeah, I feel like I have a do. better chance of, like, I don't know, maybe reasoning with them. I've seen a lot of people wrestle gators. I've seen a lot of that. You can do that thing where you just like yeah. put your hand under their, under their like yeah. chin mm-hmm. and close their Honestly, mouth shut. No, if you I, can keep their mouth closed, you're okay. Exactly. But the, but these I are would go street shark. Honestly, I would Ooh, go shark. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like the um, if you're in hand to hand combat, I could try to get like right in his i know he's not breathing out of his gills oh but, but go it's for still the gills sweet meat you know what i mean yeah, like a gator's a good... got all that i mean a, a, like if we're talking like a street shark gator ton, like tunnel gator a, a tunnel gator uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's a that's gator. a lot of armor man and also like you're trying to close that down like i i need some vulnerable spots also if they're like sharks if you bop them on the nose really hard they get really confused and run away Okay, that's a good idea. But with a tunnel gator, you just gotta run in a zigzag. <laughs> they can't catch you. <laughs> for for our people that are not from, hey, our um, anyone in uh, Louisiana and Florida will definitely get that joke. But because uh, they like taught it in schools down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down if you're getting you run in a zigzag, and a zigzag. gator won't be able to get you. Uh, Sam, do you are. Yeah, Sam, do you have another one? And then I'll go to our Reddit one towards the end. Do I have a question? Yeah, do you have a, a, would you I rather, or a question for us? I found, yeah, it's just one I found on the internet, Beautiful. but it's a fun I one. I love it. Okay. <laughs> would you rather have the bottom half of your body be a horse or be a monkey? Ooh, so ooh. be like, um, ooh, that's a good so question. I guess you'd be like a centaur. Is my bottom half proportionally... I, is my if i was a monkey would that monkey bottom half be proportionate to my upper half i guess i would think so yeah. and then are do you just have two horse legs or are you quadpedal <laughs> okay. like a I, like a centaur like you i would, I would think like four... that's like being like a centaur right yeah right i would think so okay right? it'd have to be well i already live as one so i'd rather like i'd rather try out a centaur for a little bit because i already know what the other one is exactly sure. but i that feel like i would probably go with legs of a monkey just to be able to integrate into my already <laughs> normal life legs a little of bit a monkey. easier legs of a monkey. part of a tiger <laughs> like like if you had to like walk through your house with you know horse legs now think of a pain in the ass you're gonna have to like change oh, no, the I'm layout of so many things yeah you're just gonna... oh sure yeah a really got... open oh, horse wow. i didn't know you had stable money sorry <laughs> <laughs> Actually, his mom's starting a horse farm, okay. so there's no worries yeah, there. I'm just going to move to Ocala. All right, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I would go monkey as well. The centaur sounds fun, like I'd love to gallop around. Right, and... <laughs> but then people but, would want to ride me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the... Good the <laughs> what is it, the use you'd get out of your feet? Mm-hmm. They'd be... Because you'd have like another hand down there, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and do we get a tail? I'm assuming it'd still be monkey strength. I w- I would take a tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We get monkey yeah, strength. Prehensile tail. Yep. Yeah, you can grab stuff with that. Mm-hmm. And Ross and I were just at the zoo, and I was looking at the things they had built for the monkeys to climb on. I was like, I could never climb that. That's insane. <laughs> and I could. could. Probably, maybe with a little bit better chance to do my lower half. Exactly, while your top half is just kind of like flopping around, not (laughs) doing anything, (laughs) screaming. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That was a fun one. Thank you, Sam. Ross, did you have one for us or do you want me to close it out with a uh, Reddit question? You got one? I'm actually, honestly, I'm really curious about your your other one. Okay, here's my Reddit question straight from the, the uh, Reddit. I only ask this question to know whether you're more hungry than horny or more horny than hungry. Always <laughs> would you rather. So here they are. Have the ability to create any food that you like with any flavor by simply thinking about it anytime and anywhere. Or have the ability to have sex with anyone without being shamed, even publicly, anytime and anywhere. <laughs> Again, this is one of those weird food. Reddit ones where it's like, yeah, the food one, obviously. Obviously. Like how... <laughs> like- what <laughs> right would you enjoy touching butts or not touching butts it's like <laughs> is this also written by a child yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah food I would, all day yeah i'd probably yeah i would pick the food i there's a whole there's a lot of gray area with the second choice there's a whole lot of yeah would, yeah it's like yeah. that's such a uh, now again it's pretending there isn't there pretend somehow magically every it's okay yeah it, it's, it's, anytime, try, yeah, anywhere, it's like and taking out cool uh, yeah with it. because this yeah. is but obviously also, yeah but the but still the first one the second one would be fucking yeah, right. exhausting like food you would anytime that, anywhere any any food any, any flavor, any flavor. Are you kidding me? You know how well that would work out in a survival situation? Exactly. Yeah. Sam loves that. Yeah. You could easily make money off of that real quickly. Are you Best restaurant ever mm-hmm. that could make yeah. you anything. Tell me what you tell me your dream thing and I'll just materialize it in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Versus, that's a brilliant choice. Maybe we can have sex sometimes good. Versus like, hey, I'm gonna fuck your wife and everybody's gonna be cool about it yeah so i voted on this would you guys like to hear the results of the reddit uh poll so far well i can tell from your (laughs) shocked face (laughs) that it does not agree with us well this was posted 11 hours ago as of recording there were 1.7 thousand votes 1700 votes 937 for the food 720 for the sex option that was such a much smaller margin than i imagined it to be (laughs) or it was going to be are you hungry or horny the the users of reddit are almost at a 50 50 (laughs) split but if you come over to chuddle the pod we just want to eat eat some food so thank you so much for joining us tonight or today or this morning or whenever you're going to listen to us we are so happy that you are listening to us special shout out to all those listeners who have listened to every episode i have a feeling there's a few of you out there now and we'd love it if you reached out to us and let us know what you think or if you haven't already go ahead give us a rating if you can go ahead and give us a review on itunes and and apple podcasts and rate us on Spotify spotify and and do everything you can to really you know Lift up this podcast if you like it that much. Yeah, it'll we would appreciate help it. Us that's all. Get exposure. Exactly. We want to bring this out like all to stuff. more people. And you can go ahead and follow all of us. But most importantly, follow each one of us. And most yes. importantly over that, follow all of us. And where do you do that? You follow Sam at Chuddle with Sam on Twitter and Instagram. You follow Ross at Chuddle the Ross on Instagram. You follow me at Chuddle the Brian on Twitter and Instagram if you want. I don't do that much on there, but I'm going to try to get better at it, and that is with a Y because why not? And if you want to follow all of us, we're the main 
juicy bits come from. Go to at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The Instagram's Sound good? pretty active. Sound good? Yeah, the Instagram's yeah, yeah, very good. So the Chuddle the Sam yeah. Pod. The Chuddle the Sam Instagram is less active, but the Chuddle the Pod Instagram is more active. Yeah, he's pretty so. on fire with that, and we are doing a lot of things out here, and we're all doing it because we're having fun with it, and we hope you guys are having fun too. So once again, thank you, and until next time, we'll be waiting. November 17th. (laughs) 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 Excuse me.